Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Yeah, shaping up to be a gorgeous, gorgeous day. Another day in paradise, I like to say. Welcome it's the Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy is here. It is 8.07. Your time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelers, where the answer is always yes. Epstein list unsealed. Names trickling out. Not, not really. I mean, there's 900 pages, 200 names. I The Clinton thing keeps coming up, and mm. a lot of lefties, whenever they mention Clinton, they go, oh, and Trump, too. Trump. <laughs> yeah, he was on there once. So they're yeah. doing everything they can to dilute, water down, stretch out the timetable, basically bore us to death to where we go, yeah, whoever, mm-hmm. yeah, who's ever on the list. Yeah. Because, the, you know, the defense, if you're on that list, the defenses will come, they will be strong. They'll go, absolutely not. Yeah, I was on the plane, but we didn't go to that island, or I didn't engage in any of the activities. I mean, nobody's going to go, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, I, th- I thought she was 18. I, uh, mm. You're not going to get that. No. So, I, you know, I guess the, really the purpose that this should serve is that young people can be taken advantage of. And Epstein preyed on young people, young women. And they were girls. but And they weren't all poor. Some of them were. Some of them weren't. But he took advantage of them because psychologically, they're children. Mm-hmm. You can manipulate a child, especially if you're uh, like a sick weirdo like he was. Yeah, That's what you do. That's a, a whole other reason why we need to protect our children from things like sex change operation when they're still a minor. Yeah, It's just, it's ridiculous. So anyway, the other thing that it should draw attention to is that human slavery, sexual slavery, minors being pressed into uh, pornography, a sexual enslavement, not only is it still going on, oh, it's grown since the, the times of Epstein, and it's expanded, and guess what? America's like number one. Number one in purveyor or participating or whatever you want to say in all that kind of of pedophilia, that sick stuff. And at the same time, we're allowing children to come across our borders with a phone number or an address, and we send them there yeah. without any real background checks, any kind of DNA test at all. We're part of that problem. Or I should say the Biden administration is clearly part of that problem. Mm-hmm. And maybe more people will focus on that. I know they did the movie on that, trying to bring attention to it. And man, the left just wanted to shun that and not yeah. talk about it. It's like, wow, you really hate kids. Mm-hmm. If you don't want to talk about that and do something about it, I know Tim Tebow has been heavily involved in trying oh, to get that yeah. message out. Yep. 
So again, those who were against uh, either against that movie or tried to you know push it down, what what's what's wrong with you? What's wrong with you? Constitutionally, the appointment of Jack Smith it may not pass muster. U.S. Court of Appeals advised counsels in Smith's criminal case against Trump to be prepared uh, for arguments to address these issues that are raised in briefs that were filed via amicus by attorneys for former Attorney General Ed Meese, saying that Jack Smith's appointment as special counsel by U.S. Attorney General Merrick Garland is unconstitutional. And so the court must reject his prosecution against Trump. We'll see where that goes. In Taiwan, they've spotted a bunch of Chinese balloons that have flown by or over the island, and recently they had one fly directly over uh, one of their important uh, bases, an air base. Before disappearing, I don't know if it disappeared or they made it. Hmm. If the Taiwanese made it disappear, if the Chinese made it disappear, I don't know. But uh, President Xi had mentioned just a couple of weeks ago that, you know, basically saying Taiwan's on their radar to take charge of Taiwan this year. That is just a scary thought. I mean, because we're we're talking about, you know, a huge country. Taking over another country. We're not talking about Russia with a you know ongoing kind of war thing here. This would be a takeover if nobody does anything. Yeah. And are we just going to stand by and let it happen? Or are we going to get involved financially, <laughs> militarily, what to what do? extent, mm-hmm. while we're sending a bunch of money to Ukraine? I. What was the thing? It's wintertime. There's no fighting, right? We haven't heard that this year. We Last year it was oh they're gonna everything's bogged in the mud you can't go anywhere you can't do anything we've not heard that this year. Does Russia has an air force right? Yeah, yeah. What would our, our air force do? We would go in there and strategically take out all their air defenses, mm-hmm. uh, and then we'd bomb them into oblivion, or we'd take yeah. out whatever you know their lifeblood is, whether it's energy uh, or ammunition. We would take it out. Are you telling me that Russia doesn't have the capability of doing that to that small nation of Ukraine? It makes you wonder. I did finally see, because uh, we, we were talking about the other day, the fact that we've not seen anything coming out of Ukraine lately. Apparently, there have been some more serious attacks by the Russians on some large cities. Uh, you know, that's kind of popping up in the news now. They must have heard us say that we've not seen anything lately. Yeah, right. Well, we know that Senator Tom Cotton is all MAGA, baby. He's MAGA in. He endorsed Donald Trump for president. He did this yesterday. It's just another high-profile endorsement for Trump leading up to the January 15th Iowa caucus. He said, when Donald Trump was president, America was safe, strong, and prosperous. With Joe Biden as president, everything has gone to hell. Families can't afford groceries. Our border is wide open to full-blown invasion, and our enemies are starting wars everywhere. I endorse President Trump and look forward to working with him to win back the White House and the Senate so we can help hardworking Arkansans. That's why it's an awkward one. Yeah. Arkansinians. Arkansonians. Arkansasians. Well, they do have a lot of rice there. Arkansinians. Yeah. (laughs) Suffering from Joe Biden's disastrous policies. Time to get our country back on track cotton is also yeah. a national security and immigration hawk mm-hmm. he flirted with a presidential run himself maybe in four years he'll take a more serious look at that but for right now mm. go trump go
Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. Meanwhile, Chris Christie. Uh, yeah. He is not going to vote for Trump no matter what. No matter what. Okay, maybe you could buy him off. <laughs> he signed a pledge Haven't saying whoever the nominee is for the Republican Party, I'll support. He signed. It's very clear. The pledge uh-huh. is very clear. It's not, you know, some kind of slick legalese. I affirm that if I do not win the 2024 Republican nomination for president of the United States, I will honor the will of the primary voters and support the Republican presidential nominee in order to save our country and beat Joe Biden. There you go. So Chris Christie, by refusing to vote for Trump, is, in essence, not wanting to save our country and not wanting to beat Joe Biden. Sounds like. Now, he could say, oh, I'm absolutely not supporting Trump in the primary. That's why I'm running. I'm voting for me. Or I'll vote for any Republican other than him in the primary. But once the primary is settled, you're really going to vote for the policies that the Democrats have ushered in, mostly through executive order. That's been extremely hurtful to our nation. I mean, the wide open borders is just one issue. And Chris Christie thinks we're better off with four more years of Biden than Donald Trump. Hmm. I, I wonder what his, you know, I like to just crawl inside of his head, not for very long, but just, just mm-hmm. for a couple of minutes to figure out why are you doing this? I, we get to the ego and you don't like him. You, you don't like Donald Trump because you know what? He's just a much more successful version of you. Right? You're a big mouth, but you can't back it up. Trump's a big mouth, but he delivers. There's a huge difference. But you hate him because he's a big mouth. That's a human tendency. We, sure. we hate some, some things we see in other people that we ourselves actually possess, but we don't like that introspection. Mm-hmm. We don't like that, taking stock of ourselves. But Chris Christie, obviously, uh, he's a weasel at the very least. Oh, yeah. On a good day. Yeah. 816 on the Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy is here. Happy Thursday. You're listening to 97.3 The Sky. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Sean Hannity. Their plan has got to be to remove Gaza as a launching pad forever. Weekdays, 3 p.m. The longer this continues, there's not going to be much to return to in Gaza. On 97.3 The Sky. 
migrants and Jay-Z? Forget about it. 821 on the Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy in the house. Your time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelers, where the answer is always yes. Epstein list, still waiting, names trickling out, 900 pages allegedly unsealed. Haven't heard uh, a lot of the names. We'll keep checking on that. Bill Clinton keeps popping up. Yeah, we already know. He's a perv. I mean, that's oh, there's yeah. no uh, new info there. And by the way, if you're on the list, here's a disclaimer. If you're on the list, that mean you did anything bad, necessarily. All right. Uh, let's move along. All right. This from the New York Post. New Jersey officials are making sure the Big Apple doesn't dump the out-of-control migrant mess on the Garden State. They're even deploying cops to usher asylum seekers from the U.S. border onto Manhattan-bound New Jersey transit trains as soon as they get off their buses. The scrap across the Hudson comes as New Jersey Governor Phil Murphy tries to rally the state's mayors to form a unified front, while New York City Mayor Eric Adams pleads with Murphy to take on at least part of the migrant burden that is burying the five boroughs. New Jersey just said, blank this, one source said. New Jersey transit cops were waiting for them in Secaucus to show them how to get on the train to New York. Multiple Garden State sources described the scene as hectic over the last few days. Nearly a dozen migrant buses rolled into the train stations with chaperones. New Jersey transit cops taking them over and serving as guides on how to get nearly a thousand asylum seekers across the river. They took a page out of the Biden playbook. They took a page out of the NGO, you know, non-government organizations that have gone to these foreign countries and have solicited for people. You want to go to the U.S.? Here's a ticket. I am not making that up. Recently, they actually had the story of a Moroccan man. How'd you end up here? You know, Fox News was Mm -hmm. talking to somebody. Well, I'm from Morocco. Well, how'd you end up here? Somebody offered me a ticket. Yeah. Yeah, it was an NGO. These are funded by government, although they're called non-government entities or organizations. Some are funded by government to some extent. Some are funded by people like George Soros, Mm -hmm. who is Open Society Plan. But taxpayer money... Uh, according to our Congresswoman Kat Kamek, taxpayer money is actually involved in some of these plane tickets, these flights to come here illegally and claim asylum, which, of course, they have completely destroyed the meaning of asylum. But that's a whole other thing. Yeah. Uh, Davis Gainesville Chevrolet Skylines and Tom, good morning. Oh, God, it cracks me up. Remember all these idiots a couple of years ago? We're better than this. The United States is better than this. This is not what we're about. Throwing out all of these people coming to America, these asylum seekers, these dreamers. We're better than this, Bob. We're better than this, Greg. <laughs> oh, boy, oh, what a... Uh, yeah. Just please go off on it. I can't wait to hear what you guys have to say. <laughs> it's Thanks, true, though. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, I... Look, when you've got the federal government Uh, Going after a state because the state will not cut down their razor wire protecting their border. Mm -hmm. The federal government is interfering with states' rights and telling them to not protect themselves. You know what that's akin to? How would you like it if somebody came in and said, hey, 
if we catch you locking your doors, you're going to be in trouble. You do not lock your doors at home. You'd say that's crazy. I have a right to protect myself. Right. My property, my family. That's right. Sure you do. But you don't. Apparently, when it's the Biden administration. Yeah. When you have this bizarre attorney general, this Merrick Garland. Mm -hmm. And they've turned the, the rule of law upside down. Yeah. Can you imagine that? Texas, you can't stop illegals from coming across. Yes, we can. No. And, and folks, this isn't preventing people from going to checkpoints. This is razor wire that's set up in between checkpoints. So they still have full access to our country. They just have to go through a checkpoint. But even that, that's not good enough. We want people to cross the border illegally and to be able to escape into the interior of our country undetected. Now, if that's not treason... I don't know what is. You're forcing a state to cut down razor wire to allow people to enter illegally, not at a checkpoint. On what legal grounds are they standing on? They're saying we don't care who comes across. We're not doing our due diligence. Hey, if it's a terrorist, oh well. If it's a human smuggler, so sad. If it's somebody carrying a bunch of fentanyl, that's too bad. Folks, wake up. I know it's not not my listeners. How do we reach? How do we reach? The hardcore lefties are not going to reach. They're brainwashed and forget about it. Their brains are soaked in patchouli oil. They're the ones, uh, if you're in Gainesville, you see the side of the yard that says, no one is illegal. Yeah. Really? What are they, as you say, what are they trying to get in their house? Yeah, don't call me a trespasser when, I, in the morning, when yeah. I knock your window out and come walking in. Oh, but you're not illegal. Yeah. No. So, will the voters wake up? Will they wake up in time? Hmm. There's still a huge percentage that... <sighs> scary. Don't even... They, they won't even agree that you know Trump being kicked off the ballot's wrong. It's like 46%. It's like... If you don't understand some of that basic constitutional law, yeah, wow, we're in we're in t- we're in tough shape. The open borders alone should be enough to cause people to flood to the polls and vote for any Republican versus any Democrat. Eight twenty eight on the Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy is here. Plenty more to talk about, including RFK Jr.'s take on the whole ballot thing. That's coming up on News Talk 97.3, The Sky. The latest news. Israel. The Hamas terrorists. On the go. Iran, China, Russia, North Korea. we got to stop the spending. Speaker of the House. You want to get Trump at any cost? Sky News. Anywhere you are. Downloaded the app. Now I can stay in the know. And hear the sky crystal clear everywhere. I like that it's local. G-R-U. Education freedom. Download it now. A-U-D-A-C-Y. Love the app. I listen on the go. Easy to get my news. Because they're a lot more convenient. This. Inflation. Bidenomics. Is News Talk. Sell access to Joe Biden. 97.3. The Sky. Happy Friday Eve. It's Thursday, and you're tuned to the Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy is here, and it's 834. Make sure you download that Odyssey app. That way you stay connected with us. That's right, Odyssey, A-U-D-A-C-Y. That way you'll know what's happening. You'll get alerts. You'll discover uh, the podcast that we have. You can listen easily across different devices. So download the Odyssey app and then search 97.3 The Sky and tap Follow. 
and you'll be all set. This is a good deal, and it is free. Did you say free, Bob? I said free is one of my favorite. We like free. Favorite words. Oh, yeah. All right. What about the Fed? Mm. They got to cut rates? Yeah, but nothing's free with them. No, yeah, you know, how would you like to get into that whole thing? Win, lose, or draw, the Federal Reserve always wins. They always come out ahead. With this huge, you know, inflation, these numbers, a percentage to pay back, you know, debt and stuff, the Fed Fed just kind of scoops the cream right off the top, no matter what, win, lose, or draw. And it has nothing to do with our federal government, per se. These are wealthy, anonymous banker families. That make up the Federal Reserve. But it says federal in the name, Bob. It's got to be the government. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, it, they they rushed us through, what, in like, I don't know, December of 1913. A little private meeting they had on Jekyll Island. And and they, they said, oh, this will be, you know, we'll sell it to the American people as oh. this, this will stabilize the dollar. Right. And the economy. And... You know, we won't see a volatility of the American dollar. Mm. That that was that was how they were going to sell it. Isn't it interesting that it was what less than twenty years later? Yeah, we had the crash of the stock market and fell into a deep depression. How'd that work out for us, friends? <laughs> well, it didn't work out well for us, but it worked out well for the Federal Reserve. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're under the control of very wealthy banksters and banking families going way back. Yeah, we're talking names like. Rothschild, mm. names like that. Rockefeller, those people. Names like that. Like that. We're not naming any names because we don't want to call anybody out and we don't want to die. <laughs> There's that. Yeah. Uh, Federal Reserve policymakers agreed last month that they were likely to have concluded rate hikes, but struck a cautious stance on their next move. Yeah, that's according to de- some December meeting notes, the minutes of that meeting. That were looked at. They show that Fed officials expect the economy to continue to evolve in a direction that would make rate cuts appropriate next year. You mean as the election gets closer? Mm, did I say that out loud? Well, no, but, but I'm, I'm picking up what you're putting down, <laughs> as they say. Uh, so the election gets closer. We need a better economy. It's all about how people feel and if they feel that it's good the way it is biden's gonna say hey you better off now than you you know that whole kind of thing and you know that that whole interest rate thing that the federal reserve uses as you know you know you're you're cranking the thermostat up or down on the economy right yep uh you crank up the interest rate supposedly it cools down the economy it really didn't fully do its job. They're supposed to be around what two percent uh-huh. uh, on an inflation. I don't. We're not there. So why why are they doing these premature kind of announcements? That, hey, uh, yeah, we might not do a rate cut right now, but it's coming. It's coming in the coming year when they haven't looked at all those other, you know, measuring sticks. Mm-hmm. So this is interesting. Is it designed to make people feel at their most optimistic? Say around. Uh, uh, late October, Absolutely. early November. Absolutely. Yeah. Going in the fall. Yeah. That that's just my guess. I could be wrong, but I think that's the game. Because you're right, they're not consistent with their own rules. Well, look, if they push too hard and push the interest rate up, let's say any higher, then you always take the chance that you cool the economy 
too quickly, uh-huh. and that causes its own set of issues. Right. And they don't want that because that's when people will really feel, because there'll be a loss of jobs, that's when people really feel less optimistic when they see that either they or their neighbors are becoming unemployed. Yep. So I think the Fed, or at least some powers that be, kind of looked at that and said, normally we would we would go up at least another 25 basis points. But we're not going to do that mm-hmm. this time because we would rather err on the side of a little bit more in terms of the uh, you know, overall cost to consumers, inflation. Right. We're, we're going to err on the side of it, just having that a little higher than we like it to be rather than to crash the economy, which if that's their theory... That's not unreasonable, but if the reason is to do those things and take those steps so that the economy appears to be doing well as we move into the late summer and early fall, right? yeah, yeah, that's that's the thing. So, the Federal Reserve, yeah. I mean, you start talking about the Federal Reserve, there's so much there. Oh, man. But it, there's no way that I could... Share that information, I think, effectively in a uh, in a talk format. That, that's you, you need Glenn deep. Beck and oh, and man. his his show and taking out you know the big chalkboard and all that charts and graphs yeah. and whiteboard and, and timelines. And, Here's what happened oh, yeah. here because mm-hmm. it was around that same year that they they came up with the idea of a Federal Reserve. The same way they did us a favor by having a withholding tax attached to our paychecks. Wasn't that nice? Wasn't that convenient? Well, it's funny. That, well, yeah, because then they're going to withhold on that income tax that we actually used to not have. Exactly. <laughs> used to not have. Right. How did our country survive until 1913 mm-hmm. without income tax? There was some income tax paid. It, it was very wealthy people, and it wasn't like how we look at it now. Right. It was different. Now it's... Not completely across the board, but pretty darn close. But somehow we survived as a nation all the way to 1913. And how do we get from, okay, now we've had all these decades of paying the government with our taxes, which we didn't do prior, and we're still over $30 trillion in debt. It's crazy, isn't it? I was reading that thing about Lyndon B. Johnson because it was on this day in 1965 that he unveiled the whole idea of the new society and all that. Mm Mm-hmm. And while he was there in government, the overall budget went up 65%. The federal budget, 65%. That's when they really started to expand government. And, And the side effect of this whole policy that he tried to put forth, and I think he, I think that he was maybe a true believer that expanding government to attack poverty, the war on poverty. Uh, I think he maybe thought it was going to be effective. What ended up happening is you had the degradation and the destruction of the American family, especially at the lower, uh, but you know, at poverty levels. Right. You know, that's where you had more and more babies being born out of wedlock. Mm-hmm. And they weren't being taken care of except by the federal government. And that enslaved them. It was a vicious cycle. And then it continued as a vicious cycle. Yeah. Yeah. And here we are. Mm -hmm. 
Davis Gainesville Chevrolet Skylines and Nostradamus. Good morning. Hey, good morning, Bob. Thanks for taking my call. I'm glad you're talking about this subject. And you brought up a point. I think it was. I don't remember if you did or not, but I think you did about the, the how much it's costing us to to pay for the illegal immigrants. It's four hundred and fifty billion dollars a year, a year, almost a half a trillion dollars a year. Now think about this: just the the interest on the debt is over five hundred billion a year, if I'm not mistaken. Plus, you add the four hundred and fifty billion a year to take for these illegal immigrants that are coming in. That's almost a trillion dollars a year for absolutely nothing. You know, that's, that's something that we don't we haven't budgeted for. Now, back in, I believe it was seven, 1975, that we were less than a trillion dollars in debt. Think about that. From, from the beginning of, you know, when you're talking about, say, 1913 until 1970s, we were less than a trillion dollars in debt from that time, all those years. And we've gone to now a trillion dollars a year on, to, on our debt just for the interest on the debt and these illegal immigrants that are coming in. That's not counting anything else. No, it's the financial picture no. is one of gloom and doom. Now, let me at least give you a little bit of a silver lining. When you have um, a lot of immigrants coming in, a theory, okay, it's a theory, mm-hmm. that you're going to have productivity as the nation overall going up and and these people maybe not right away mm-hmm. but in america if it holds true like it does for most especially for immigrants they will not be in poverty in the next generation right. they will not live no more than one generation in poverty at the most mm-hmm. if they even do that usually through their own lifetimes they will climb out of poverty even if they're grown adults when they come here now right. that that's statistically mostly been the case here's the problem when you have the volume that we're having now right you're going to have a lowering of wages most of the immigrants coming across now are able-bodied men of military age and here's what's going to happen are they all bad guys of course not some of them are going to see opportunity in America, and they're going to grab the bull by the horns, and they're going to make the best of it, and they're going to turn out to be great citizens, and they'll even raise great citizens. A percentage. But what's the percentage that are going to enter into the workplace and see that wages are low, and they're going to get discouraged when the government's not there to hand out everything that they've gotten so far, and they've gotten used to that? Are they going to become discouraged? And males... Of that age, when they become very discouraged, they tend to maybe band together with other discouraged people. And they get into a life of crime, for instance. Bad decisions. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. So, just something to think about. Try to put a positive spin on it. There can be some positive things that can come out of it. But it's going to get tougher and tougher for the positives to come out. As just the onslaught continues, and it will not end as long as Biden is president, that you can be assured of. 845 on the Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy is here. You're listening to 97.3 The Sky. Mark Levin. I want to issue a national, if not international, warning to our Israeli friends. Joe Biden is betraying you. And Anthony Blinken is betraying you. Six weeknights on 97.3 The Sky. 849 on the Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy is here. Good morning. 
Hope all is well. Let's uh, let's make this year a great one, really. 2024, there's a lot of things we can't uh, control. And so on those issues, let's do the best we can personally take care of our personal business, personal issues, you know? A little better here, a little better there. I'm going to work on my organizational skills. Mm. I get the finances, uh, you know, looking uh, looking a little better, and and uh, we'll see how that goes. And and uh, I hope everybody else kind of does the same thing. There, take care of your health. Want to protect your health? Doesn't matter how much money you got in the bank. True. When you're sick, yeah, uh, life sucks, and you would trade all your money to be healthy, especially if it's a chronic type scenario. So mm-hmm. try to keep yourself healthy. All right. Um, I'm not going to wait. Well, what's bugging you already went by, but I've got a, a what's bugging me. Well, it's your show. You can do what you want. I like that. Yep. Thank you, Greg. Yep. I went to a uh, a nice hotel in St. Augustine now. We went to visit family, and one night we stayed in their Airbnb, but then other family members were coming, and we kind of got the boot. The friendly boot. I mean, we knew yeah, it right. in advance. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, so we got a hotel, a nice one on the beach. It was uh, several hundred dollars. Um, probably not a great expenditure, but every once in a while you go, you know what? It's Christmas time. We yeah. really didn't give each other anything extravagant. Yeah. So you pull up at the hotel, and uh, this is a hotel that um, most of their rooms are a suites. Can okay. I say that? Yeah. He'll pull up and they say, sir, uh, complimentary uh, valet. And I said, well, I appreciate that, uh, but I do not want to participate in it. I'm going to self-park. Oh, wait, you can't do that. And I said, I don't care if it's a little bit of a walk. I'm just not comfortable, mm-hmm. you know. And and then I went to explain to, you know, the, guy, the check-in manager, right? Right. Well, I'm going to go out there and talk to the valet manager, he says. I said, well, hold on a second. I said, I'm paying money to stay on your property. Yeah. I said, let me guess, that valet company is a separate entity that you've contracted out. Oh, yeah, that's correct. Well, I'd like to talk to a manager of this property. <laughs> yes. Um, and, and I could tell, like, I was getting the stink eye, like, I'm the bad customer. I'm the complainer. I had the pickup truck, so I don't have a trunk to lock stuff up in. And all my presents are exposed, ones that I have received from family members, those that I still have to give to family members are in my truck, okay? So I said, let me get this straight. I'm paying several hundred dollars to stay here tonight. My pickup truck is not invited unless I hand the keys over, basically possession of my vehicle to someone I don't know and really doesn't have a connection employment-wise Wise to your company. Right. They work for the contractor. And I'm supposed to give them the keys, and let me guess, there's a disclaimer on that ticket that says, <laughs> any and all issues pertaining to the property or scratches or destruction, loss of property, et cetera, et cetera, will not be covered. It is the owner's responsibility. You've heard it. You've read it. Yep. You've seen it. I'm going to hand my keys over, possession of my vehicle, with possessions inside of it. Trusting that the young person, well, whoever, doesn't matter the age, but who is ever parking it will not scrape, scratch, or do anything detrimental to the vehicle, and then also will leave the contents untouched within the vehicle. Right. But even if a random act happens, there's still no recourse 
for me. And if you've got several packages, what am I supposed to do? An inventory? And then do the inventory again in the morning? And then what if the inventory comes up short? They're going to go, sorry, pal, look at the disclaimer. You took the the valet ticket. Mm-hmm. With it, you accepted the risks. Can you believe they didn't give me an option for self-park? They said, I can't do it. I'd have to park off property. That's crazy. Now, they did have parking that was for, like, the Starbucks only, which is in inside the hotel. Right. Well, I knew they if they were open, they weren't going to be open for long. And there were several parking spots there. And if need be, if I felt pressure... I would just go buy a cup of coffee to make sure, sure I had a parking spot. Leave your car there. So I left it there, and yeah. I don't know if I was smart enough or lucky enough. Either mm-hmm. way, it didn't get towed away. And, uh, you know, we left the next day, you know, without the vehicle being harmed in any way. But It's principle. Exactly. And it's like, as Americans, we're too too easy to just give, oh, here's the keys, and then the onus will be on you. Oh, yeah, I know a good attorney can defeat that uh, that ticket that says they're not held, you know, they're held right. harmless. But who wants to deal with that? Well, now you got to hire an attorney. Now you yeah. got to jump through these hoops. Then you got the contract company. Even at, let's say you win. Oh yeah, you owe me a thousand dollars. Good luck collecting, pal. Mm-hmm. Right. So uh, am I wrong? What, what what's your take, Greg? I, I agree with you. But there's two things because it, it, it brings us to another one. The times that you go to a hotel like that, you're going to spend a few hundred bucks. And they're going to charge you $25 or $35 to park there every day. That's the other side of the irritating one. But yeah, even if it's free, I don't like people driving my car. I want to drive my own car, park it where I want to park it. How I want to park it. Yes. You know me, I get an in spot. I'll walk a mile before I'll like jam it in somewhere and get door dings. And the thing, so. the way it is with them is anytime you want access to your vehicle, guess yes. what you got to do? You've got to go to the valet. The and then the expectation of a tip is there. Yes. And, I, and, and I'll tip. I don't mind. You're working. You run and go get my car. Sure. And I know this because I worked in valet. I did it <laughs> while I was in broadcasting school and working part-time in radio for several different places and locations. Mm-hmm. And I can tell you... Uh, most of the time, everything went well, and sure. to the best of my knowledge, nobody stole. I worked at one place, this nightclub, and I think the only thing they would take were like illegal drugs because they know the person <laughs> couldn't say, hey, who sold a doobie out of my ashtray? <laughs> but I didn't participate in that, but I knew those kinds of things happened. I sure. knew how the vehicles were driven. Right. See, that's the thing. Yeah. That's the thing. I mean, too. if you make a choice, you say, look, I don't care if I have to walk a little ways. I'll park on the edge of the property. Absolutely. You've not designated a single spot for self-park. Mm-hmm. Come on. So that's my rub. And you could respond in the 9 o'clock hour if you want to. But it will be a little later in the 9 o'clock hour because we have a special guest, Sergeant Frank Kinsey from ACSO. He'll be in the studio in just a couple of minutes. You're listening to 97.3 The Sky. Resolutions. Could lose a few pounds. Maybe save some money. That'd be less stressed. Resolutions. What? What? What are you doing? We make them. Idiot. But some of us <laughs> don't keep them. Check back in for details at the top of the hour. Breaking news at once. I'm at the sky, country. we'll be sure to keep our promise to present news that matters to you. Learn how to drive. News Talk ninety-seven point three. The sky. Throw that stress one out the window.
We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.